But the premier announcing that in-class learning will not return to the province's school year. It will be remote learning for the rest of this uh, month for Ontario students and looking to resume in-class learning come the fall, come September. we got plenty more on that uh, coming up ahead this hour. But Premier Ford also saying during that press conference that he is hopeful that maybe, just maybe, we can enter stage one of the reopening sooner than the middle of the month, on June 14th. Of course, the province's stay-at-home order ended at midnight, but many of the provinces of businesses remain closed, which is frustrating many owners. Have a listen to, here is Albert Storchak. He's the chair of the Broadview Danforth BIA. We've already blown through the, um, uh, the stage one. So um, COVID cases are down, vaccinations are up. And people, by and large, are still abiding by the rules. So, you know, we're, we're, we're hopeful that uh, the government will reconsider and bump up the, uh, the opening uh, a little bit earlier. All right, let's turn to Dan Kelly next, president of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. And he joins us once again here on 640 Toronto. Dan, good afternoon. Happy to be with you. All right, Premier Ford says he is hopeful that we can enter stage one early. Does that give you hope? It does. It is the first sign that that things might start a tiny bit sooner. Uh, well, it's already way behind schedule, but a tiny bit so- sooner than June 14th, which is the current date at which outdoor patios and uh, and then uh, retail shopping with some capacity constraints were set to uh, to begin. We've been pushing though for a while now uh, with Ontario's improving COVID numbers and uh, certainly better vaccination rates than expected, we should be well past stage one. And in fact, in stage two, where we allow a much broader number of low risk business activities to reopen, which would include things like getting a haircut. Uh, And unfortunately, there's no rumor right now that that's set to happen uh, in the days ahead. Well, the Premier, somewhat similarly, was asked last hour why Ontario students are being kept out of in-class when the rest of the students across the country are in-class and are uh, learning for the most part. And he cited the variants. Would the same apply here for uh, businesses and being cautious about uh, allowing people back into business? You know, look, everybody's concerned about a potential fourth wave, about the impact of variants. But for goodness sakes, this is happening not just in Canada, but right across the world. And I, I really think we've lost the plot here on, in Ontario. We somehow think that COVID acts entirely differently in the province than it does in almost any other jurisdiction around the world. And I'm not sure the data supports that, but what I can tell you is that the lockdowns, uh, Ontarians I don't think recognize that, that while yes, other provinces have had lockdowns, Ontario has used them longer and has used them much deeper than anywhere else in the continent and we believe now anywhere in the world restaurants have been closed down for over a year in a, in toronto for for over 360 days they have been closed to in-store custom hair salons nail salons closed for 250 days gyms for well over 300. you know other provinces have applied lockdowns for a couple of weeks a month at some time i will note that in in retail the Toronto area retailers have been closed for over 200 days in British Columbia, zero days. They weren't closed a single day through the entire pandemic, despite the fact that there's a one of the best renowned chief medical officers of health advising the BC government along those lines. So we've kind of, I think, lost perspective that 
that lockdowns are a tool, but not the only tool to try to keep COVID in check. You know, Dan, the premier said last hour when asked, uh, you know, to basically compare the province, what we're doing here in Ontario to other provinces that you can compare just because of our vast population, that we have some 14 million people here and that, you know, no other province comes close to that. So it kind of changes the game uh, in essence. But the premier also said during that press conference that uh, for all of his doctors, his medical officials say indoors bad, outdoors good. And if that's the case, then uh, could you make a a case for opening uh, patios uh, sooner if uh, outdoors are uh, safe, outdoors are good? Absolutely. Look, that case was there uh, weeks ago, months ago. Outdoor patios have been open in most jurisdictions for weeks and months. Uh, In Ontario, they have been, that even has been shut down. We believe that there should be a variety of things starting right now, this week, either today or by Friday. And that would include allowing all retailers to open with a 10% capacity, allowing gyms to reopen with with uh, appointment-based exercise, allowing haircuts with other uh, restrictive measures like masks and appointments, and allowing not just patio restaurant dining, but indoor restaurant dining with a capacity constraint as exists in every other province of Canada right now, other than in Ontario. Yeah, just how frustrated, I feel like every time we talk, Dan, I ask you this question, but just how frustrated are business owners right now, particularly in light that at midnight uh, this morning, the stay-at-home order lifted in the province, but really not much else changed, particularly when it comes to businesses being able to reopen. Look, business owners are super frustrated. I mean, they have been trying to to respect the rules for, for months on end. And we've been asked every two weeks, just another two weeks to flatten the curve, just another two weeks to flatten the curve. We've been hearing that for 14 months. Most businesses in the GTA, small businesses, have been shut down for hundreds and hundreds of days, whereas they may have been shut down in other provinces, other jurisdictions around the world for a handful of days due to COVID restrictions. Nothing that the Premier is saying makes sense any longer. Uh, We need to get started on the reopening plan. Yes, it's good news that they're finally, finally talking about relaxing some of the rules, but for goodness sakes, now we're keeping schools closed. That at minimum should provide some capacity for the government to reopen some of the shuttered elements of Ontario's economy and do it right away. All right. If you feel the approach by the government has been too cautious, are you somewhat optimistic that there's a new voice coming to the health table, that Dr. Kieran Moore will replace Dr. David Williams as Ontario's top doctor uh, later this month, uh, June 26? Do you have a sense, do you feel as if, uh, Dan, that uh, there might be a more sympathetic ear to the plight of a business with Dr. Moore coming in? I, I sure hope so. At the same time, look, the The Premier seems to be looking for the consensus of all of the medical offices of health, and and of course that never seems to come. Uh, We've got to be able to get some of these businesses back open if we want them to have a hope in in surviving. Every hour, every day that the lockdowns continue, more business owners make the decision to hang up their keys forever, close the business permanently. We're starting to see that. This is the tip of the iceberg though. Many businesses, even as they're allowed to reopen, are going to fail because they're just not going to have enough customer demand to try to make their current bills, let alone make a dent in the COVID-related debt that they have inherited. So we're, we're hoping, urging medical offices of health and the government uh, to, to do what other provinces have done. All the other provinces have medical advisors, medical offices of health, 
and have found a more rapid pathway to reopening the economy, especially given how high vaccination rates are right now. And that should be the game changer that allows us to open for good. We're hoping the premier starts the process this week. How ready are businesses to reopen once they get the green light to do so, uh, Dan? Because there's a lot of considerations here when it comes to PPE, of course, for employees, reduced capacity, that sort of thing. And is there enough supports in place when you talk about so many businesses closed for hundreds of uh, days? Obviously, they've been suffering when it comes to uh, revenue and uh, meeting their uh, bills. And when they do reopen, I mean, costs are going to increase because of PPE. There's, there's no question. And we saw that in earlier rounds of reopening, that, that it was very challenging for businesses. They, they can't just turn on a dime. That's why these plans are so important. Ontario did lay out a plan to reopen the economy, but it, you know, if you can believe it, the Alberta economy with higher COVID numbers will be fully reopened around the same time that an Ontarian can get a haircut. So that's how agonizingly slow this is. But to your earlier question, Businesses do need some lead time to get open. We're urging the government not to delay. If there is a plan to, to get some things started as a Friday or potentially Monday, as the rumors in the media suggest, the premier really needs to let the business community know now because they not only for a restaurant, they have to reorder fresh produce. Uh, uh, all businesses will need to start to staff up once again and get their, uh, their employees back. That's not simple. Uh, but gosh, our, our message to the premiers, don't delay get the news out, give us a couple of days, and then get the, get the economic process started, the, the reopening process started. We're not asking for the government to open every activity uh, uh, by this week. What we are saying is let's make a start with some key sectors in low-risk business activity, and then revise the plan uh, to allow more activities to open in the weeks ahead. All right, Dan Kelly with the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. Dan, appreciate it as always. Thanks for joining us. Anytime.